cha 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 hi all right hey everybody it's high noon it's a wednesday it's the other wednesday so it's time for choose poetry choose life here at mutiny radio zooming live from glasgow scotland and beyond today's going to be a little different we're doing scratch poetry Basically, it's going to be like a poetry workshop where poets are going to bring out specific works that they're currently working on and ask us as a panel specific questions about their work. And it isn't like a regular workshop, graduate level workshop, where people just start talking about whatever they want with your poem. Like all of a sudden, you use the word none. And then they're like, well, it also evokes like a nun with a habit. And then people start talking about habits and then it turns into cocaine habits. And you're like, this has nothing to do with my poem, by the way. That's sometimes what a graduate level poetry class is like. Like, oh, if you say nun, you're also evoking all of these Jesus-y themes. It was N-O-N-E. I'm sorry, I'll use a different word, zero. Well, zero makes me think about the dog in Nightmare Before Christmas, which, wow, Christmas is I had. Now I'm thinking about Christmas. No, that's not what my poem was about. Hi, I'm Pam Benjamin. I'm one of the hosts. Erin Gannon has created this wonderful project for us today. She's going to be giving me the Zoom link in just a second, and we'll get started. We have a bunch of poets that are ready to bear their new work. And again, this is different in that they're going to ask us specific questions about their work. So it isn't just whatever. They get to lead, lead the discussion themselves, which I think is really helpful and wonderful. And I'm really excited to get started. She's going to give me the link. So I'm going to let you listen to the beautiful dulcet tones of Kope, the Japanese Bjork that I've been playing forever. I just, it's like it invades my dreams. You know what's weird about dreams is that we spend half of our, well, we're asleep, but we're not always dreaming. But dreams seem so real, and when people are in them, but they're not there, and it's just your own head, and oh boy, do I have more poems to write. Okay. Enjoy some Kope, and we'll be right back with Aaron Gannon, CPCL, and the whole cast from Europe.
Waiting for the Zoom link for today. I will let you all know about amazing things happening this week and next week with Mutiny Radio Presents. Tonight at Asiento, only a few seats left. Amazing tapas, top-notch cocktails, hilarious comedy at Asiento. Every Wednesday at 7.30, the show happens. You can look that up. Online, just go to Eventbrite, dinner and a show at Asiento. It'll pop right up. It's a really fun show. Every week, every week, really great comics. Tonight, no exception of greatness, funness. Uh, we have Isaiah Castillo out of LA. We have Nicole Tran, Evelyn Erie Diamond. Excited to see her back. Quatemoc Silva and I can never remember the fifth person. It's like if I say all the other names and then I... Oh, Ian Levy. Oh, my God, and he's so funny. He's so funny. He killed the other week at Asiento, and so I had him back. All right, and then Friday here at Mutiny Radio, outside, 2781 21st Street, 21st and Florida, we put chairs in the street and socially distance you, and there we go. And you hang out, and it's great, and the comedy's hilarious. And you'll if, if you don't like one comic, there'll be another. You can also listen to that live podcast under the happy hour. All right. And then on Saturday at 2 o'clock, there is Titans of Comedy at Atlas Cafe SF, 20th and Alabama. Titans of Comedy. Uh, great pizza there. Amazing sandwiches. They have beer and wine, too, so in the afternoon, if you're hungover, you can totally still drink. And the comedy's great. This week, we have Vishal Call and... I'm sorry, I can't remember. There's two... I'm booking too many shows. Saturday night! There's a couple tickets left for the 8 o'clock show, but that's selling out, too, at Alameda Comedy Club. Hal Sparks! Who is opening? Yes, I am. Pam Benjamin, opening for Hal Sparks at the 6 and 8 o'clock show Get your tickets. I'm going to be super political because I'm going to try to impress the pants off of House Sparks. He's very, very political if you listen to his YouTubes. Wow, wow, wow. So I'm really excited about that show. And then next week, also, I just picked up a new venue. So next week, we have um, Wednesday at Asiento. But then Thursdays, now First and third Thursdays at the bar on Dolores, 29th and Dolores. The first one we're calling the Fools of Comedy because it's on April Fool's Day. So, yay! 
Um, and that's going to be amazing. And we already have five tickets sold. So get your tickets because I can't believe that I didn't even do any promo and there's already five tickets sold, which is like, what? Which is great. So I'm super excited about that. Friday nights, obviously, here at Mutiny Radio. Saturdays at Atlas Cafe next week. So Mutiny Radio Presents is getting it done. And then on Mondays, there's Joke Workshop. But that's not, like, for you, audience. Well, I mean, you can listen. You can listen live at mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast, all that kind of great stuff. But it's, it's just comics. And I only allow eight people inside, and they have to wear masks. And there's, like, 20 comics, but they wait outside, and they stay socially distanced, and they filter in. I actually need to get a bouncer for outside because comedians don't really follow rules. Like, you tell them the rules, and then they sort of just go, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to teach them how to be responsible young adults that take, you know, but how do I, how do I impose consequences on comedians? That's impossible. All right, I'm still waiting for that link. But I'm done promoting, so I hope that you go to Eventbrite under Mutiny Radio and check out all of our shows because it's super fun and really, really great comics. I did a great show last night with Robert Hudson at Local Bar, Local Brewing. Weirdest place, 68 Bluxham, in the weirdest part of Soma. But great. Wow, great little outdoor area they built and amazing IPAs. They make their own beers there. And I had a really good set, so I feel real good about that. I Hopefully there's some pictures, because I was dressed so cute. Okay, I'm done talking. I'm tired of talking. Um, but hopefully they send me the Zoom link, because I'm really excited about today's show. But, but I don't know what to say. Like, every week I just need the Zoom link. And, um, yeah, okay.
This is frustrating because I was really looking forward to this project and I'm sure they've already started somewhere, but I don't have the link. I It would be great if the link was the same from week to week, but it's not. That's not how Zoom works. Like every meeting has its own signature of numbers and time or whatever. So I don't know what to do, but I don't want to talk and I don't want to listen to Copay. <sighs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm really frustrated because, like, we've been talking about this for weeks and, like, this cool project. And now I can't participate because, because we left out the most vital part, which is if we want to have it on the radio, I have to be added at some point to the email list. Or we have to send me the link. Okay, well, fuck. Um, I'm gonna, I mean, I don't. I don't even know what music to play in the interim. I was kind of like planning for this. I guess I'll put on an old 
something. Oh, that's hard because I'm behind this microphone. Let me get on this microphone over here and play something from here. Um, Old Bughouse Square is playing, and that's always really entertaining. And uh, so let's listen to some of that until this maybe works itself out. Okay.
Plasma and the director of the Red Cross Blood Bank.
étiez si fort, je sentais votre parfum. Votre sourire me dit que nous devrions parler sur la piste de danse, baby. Fais cet appel pour moi, baby. Sexe et beaucoup, ne résistez pas. Vous savez que vous aimerez ça, baby. Oh, oh. Je vous en lasserai avec mes chants, baby. Pendant des heures, je veux vous étonner, baby. Fleurs dans votre bain, amour dans vos draps. Faire l'amour, faire l'amour, nous nous rencontrons en Buddy, buddy. 
off like silly buddy Miss crap I hope that you're not mad at me Cause I told you that it was your butt That was making me ever so horny Junglistically horny On the dial My buddy talks to me for a while Plug two is the future hut chip On the A-side or sometimes the flip Never gonna flip this back Buddy is the butt to my daisy tree And the looter to my do-re-mi And the pleaser to my man Plug three Plug three gets all the butt Behind my bush my buddy likes the way that I push And like a champ just knocking on out Never at once selling out Oh, let loose the juice My buddy helps me to Deal out my soul Keeping Jimmy in total control Without Jimmy, I'd be on the road Yeah, get it, get it, get it Yeah, this girl wanna be caught in Grab your bone Grab your bone Times. If we quest from the soul, guess what we'll find? A whole lot of fun. Lots of fun together, just like kissing cousins. Yeah, that's kind of clever. Close like bosoms. Bosoms stay close. If you be my buddy, I will boast that we're like Elphamers and Lucille McGillicuddy. You can be mine, and I can be your buddy. The best buddies in evening wear. Long loving that's true, no, he's in there. I feel sorry for those who pay a fare. A fee? Word to the D. I don't beg. I just tease my buddy with my right leg. And then when it's ready, what's said is buddy is best in bed. Fly buddy told us all to get into a circle. Said don't worry because I won't hurt you. All I really want to do is freak you. She, she freaked And I watched. And then I checked my swatch to see the time. The soul had formed a buddy line. And that buddy was mine, oh mine. Now when the tribe, the jungle, and they la soul is at the club, our ritual unfold. Grab our bones, we start swinging our hands, and Jenny start blocking in every brand. Cause Jennifer just wanna stay aware. Yo, fella, should we keep her aware? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, 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 Africa. How do you like your buddy?
like I got the link and I'm waiting for the host to start the meeting we're gonna get started we're gonna go back to a little bit of bug house square thanks for entertaining us in the interim and we're gonna be right back with scratch poetry here on choose poetry choose life every other Wednesday at mutiny radio zooming live into the board from Glasgow Scotland Can't forget those lovely days. But this is the price I'm about to pay. Ooh, I want another day, dog. You can let me have that one more day. That Ooh, I need me one more day, dog. And I can be. That you want me to be Oh man Let me have 
Heck yeah, it's all going to work out, friends. Yay! We get to join the meeting. We get to join the meeting. There we go. Ding, ding. Let the Zooming begin. We're going to be doing Scratch Poetry, and I explained it at the beginning of this podcast. And we are connecting live right now with Glasgow, Scotland, Aaron Gannon, and the crew. I'm going to be let in in just a moment. Hey, just if you ever want to donate to Mutiny Radio, you can do that via Venmo. We're at Mutiny Radio. All one word. That's it. It's it's a Burton earning logo. Don't ask. Uh, if you look at our actual logo and you'll be like, wait, but that's it. That's not us. That's not us at all. We are Mutiny Radio just that's it. I don't know who is Mutiny Radio uh, with the, our actual logo that somebody made a, a Venmo without my express permission or consent. And I don't know if they're still getting money from that. I don't know how to stop it or fix it. Venmo has been no help to me. They're like, well, it's, I'm like, whose is it? And they said, well, we can't tell you that because it's a bank account and that's illegal. And I'm like, so it's not illegal for them to steal my identity and be on the internet and confuse people, but it's illegal for me to find out who they are. That's interesting. That doesn't seem to protect me very much or anybody. <laughs> cool. So we are awaiting. It says, please wait. The meeting host will let you in soon. Patiently waiting here at Mutiny Radio. All right, maybe I should put the music back up. You don't put me down. You don't want me no more, baby. Ain't no use hanging around. did it. Yay. So I didn't even realize this one was starting late today. Uh, I didn't even realize it was starting late today, but that's cool. We're in. Everyone's in. Everyone's coming in. Let me uh, make the sound work a little better here. All right. Hi. What happened? 
Doesn't it always start at 8? Yeah, but it's... Oh, you guys don't do a time change. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. There's no time change in Scotland? Is that what it is? Oh, my God. Yeah, because we it's oh, no. it's 1 o'clock where I am. No, it happens. That's hilarious. I was like, ah! But, it's, uh, but now we know. Now we know that... Um, I'm an hour later than I used to be, so. It happens, it happens I think, on Sunday, so. Oh, it's different. So it happens to you. It just happens at a different time than it happens to us. Time is all yeah. a construct anyways, and I can't believe that, like, the world doesn't just agree, you know, whatever. I don't know. I do. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I totally wrote a poem about that the other day. That so time is a construct or that the world doesn't agree? Uh, both things. Ha, 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 ha. Right on. Right it on. was kind of like, it was basically about Catholic schools and like stereotypes. And like, why doesn't, anyways, whatever. It was like, but I, this is so weird. Like, there's only six participants and there are so many people who are bothering me about links. So. <clears throat> well, they so want to watch. They want to, they want to. Well, that's the thing is, well, people are participating and they're asking the questions, but other people can just sit and watch, right? And Right. Yeah. But there's also, like, there's also, um, okay, so, like, the whole schedule is, like, sorry, I haven't eaten anything today. No, no, I, it's like, great here. Munchy, munchy, munchy. Kind of jacked up, kind of jacked up, because, um. Like, when I tried to put the schedule together for, like, me and Bart and AJ and John, who were, like, the first four supposed to go, like, there was no way to do it without um, including time for open mic. Right. And at, you had, I remember, everybody was really protective about, like, they didn't want to go, the open mic to go away. So, um, so I was trying to incorporate open mic time, but then that meant that, like, I kept having to cut the scratch time and blah, blah, blah. So then I was, sorry, I was freaking out. Like, <laughs> and I was trying to, like, the minutes, I was, like, micro, like, like, anyways, whatever. It was ridiculous. It's all good. So I, at- I emailed everybody, and I'll, ex- I guess I'll explain, like, what, I'll explain, like, what's happening, but um, just pretend you know, since, like. Oh, no, I know. It's, <laughs> let me see if I can explain it the way you explained it to me. So it's like. A poetry workshop, but it's not because in a graduate level poetry workshop, people can say anything they want. Like you use the word nun, N-O-N-E, and everyone's like, oh, nuns, which makes me think of habits, but a different kind of habit, which makes me think of cocaine. And I'm like, that wasn't what we, I'll use a different word. How about zero? I'll use the word zero instead of none. And then they start talking about something completely different. You're like, no, 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 no. So this is different. The poet gets to direct the questions the way they want so that they're getting the feedback that they require instead of it being because I've been in those poetry workshops it's such a waste of time you start talking about one thing and then they're like oh that a nun right a nun that makes me think of Halloween because I was I was a nun for Halloween last year which makes me think about the nightmare before Christmas and now we're talking about holidays and I'm like no no that has nothing to do with my poem so exactly so this is scratch poetry which is different where the poet's going to present their work 
and then yeah. we're they're going to ask questions. Now, the thing is, because we're starting late, it's just going to be over two podcasts, but that's fine. So it'll be, I can give you okay. both links. It's going to be during AltaCast and during Some Call Me Tim, but we can go the full two hours. No problem. We'll just go until three o'clock my time. It'll just be on two podcasts. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, all right. So I'm just like, well, yeah. And like, and yes, very good description. I'm just talking about like, so there's like, we, there's been a change of plans for tonight. Mm -hmm. There's only, I am the only person scratching tonight. Aha. Uh -huh. um, which is like a, so the rest of the tonight show is open mic. Wonderful. I'm scratching and I'm going, it's going to be like on the canary in the coal mine. Well, like that's actually the phrase I'm going to use. It's perfect like, because so once like, you try it, then we have a model. And so instead of you trying to teach everybody on the first exactly. run, it's you. We're all there. We all experience it. Exactly. And then for the next yeah. time, and then we, we know what's happening. And because like this idea, like, I mean, this idea is like, I mean, it's totally like, I'm not, it's not fucking like, I don't know what I'm doing either. But right. so I'll do it. I'll, and so like, if there are failures, like, I'll be the one that takes the hit. It's and learning experiences, it. not failures. Yeah, We're going to learn from week. everything. So like, so next week, next week we'll have um, John and AJ and Bart. And so the four of us will be like the first cohort. And, Perfect. But I'll explain it. I'll explain it. So yeah, I'll just yeah, start yeah. letting everybody know. Awesome. People. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize there wasn't, I, I didn't realize there wasn't a time change for you guys. So I was like, Oh, they're all doing it right now, and I want to be involved. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but now yeah, we, we, we went on uh, Daylight Savings before the UK did. Isn't so that funny? Weirdness. Uh, yeah. Well, the, weird, the, weird, the real weirdness is, is Australia because, you know, when we have Daylight Savings, it's their standard time. And you know, <laughs> when we, they have Daylight Savings, it's our standard time. There's a two-hour shift. It's the... Southern Hemisphere. Arizona is the only state that has it right. They just don't change. They're the same time yeah, all the, the time. The, pro yeah, the problem with Arizona is if you go to the Phoenix airport, there are no clocks. <laughs> and you don't know what the hell time it is there. <laughs> and you don't know if you're going to miss your flight. That sounds like That's Vegas. Not true. <laughs> it is true. Or at least it was true, you know, 10 years ago, last time I was there. I can't Maybe they fixed the, the problem. In an Arizona airport, quite frankly, but yeah, like, I can't either. Um, but I feel like that was the last airport I was in that had a smoking room. Oh. Remember, like the smoking rooms. Oh my God, the at like the, oh they were so like even if you wanted a cigarette, like you didn't want one anymore after mm -hmm. opening the door. It's the like room. that's like, what happens in every time I've done a stopover in Germany, and I'm like in uh, European airports. And you walk yeah. in the smoking room, and it's like, I'm not going to have one now. That's perfect. I did it. <laughs> Reykjavik still has one, and it's really disgusting also. Reykjavik. I once uh, was getting a train, and the only place I could get a seat on it was, like, the smoking car. And Dear this God. was when they still had smoking cars on trains. Right. So this was a AJ's frozen. There she goes. It had it had carpeted walls. Oh dear God! Right? Oh dear Which God. is the worst thing you could have. It was like being inside someone's cancerous lung. It was awful. <laughs> and and like I'm not saying I'm not saying that as an anti-smoking thing. I smoke occasionally. You know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not judging. But it was just the worst. Yeah. You know, it was terrible. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's also true. Like, because I'm mostly I'm mo- I, until lockdown. Like now, I'm starting to make like I'm. I have unfortunately kind of gotten in the habit of like going outdoors in the morning mm. for a, like the morning cup of coffee with a smoke because mm. I feel like dumb. This is dumb. But I feel dumb standing there just with the cup of coffee. I don't know. No, I can, yeah. <laughs> I need, really what I need is like one of those really long melodramatic Betty Davis like cigarette holders oh, just to yeah. like, smoke like, and, and like have a chiffon robe that I wear and like freak out all my neighbors. But um, <laughs> you should like, put out a wig, like really like put out a wig, just like go for it. You I mean, should do it. I could see. I could see it. It's perfect. It's freaking <laughs> lockdown, right? Like Le- leopard pajama bottoms and bunny <laughs> slippers. Right, exactly. And you need a feather boa, honey, turquoise, right? Oh, you know what? It is so dumb that I do not own a boa here. But you know what? I do have. I have a jacket. Oh, I. Uh, during break, I'll show you this jacket. It's to die for. Okay, but anyways, so. Also tutus, tutus. You need a lot of tutus. I have several. Also, also I totally love tulle. <laughs> <laughs> like I love tulle. I love chiffon. Like I'm, I'm definitely. Anyways, okay. So I want to. So first of all, just like to try to be like, a, a welcome to choose poetry, choose life. Um, we are a biweekly open mic that is transnational i think i'm using the right word right international we got people from australia i think right skylar and we have people from california sometimes we have people from canada and i'm in glasgow and like uh, aj is in newcastle and i and everybody like everybody's from all different independence baby yeah <laughs> in Scotland and the UK and everywhere and so um yeah so and tonight is a somewhat uh, I'm not going to say special I'm going to say auspicious evening mm-hmm. because it is the um what I'm going to say it's the scratch night for our scratch night um <clears throat> so <laughs> we conceived of this notion in which some and like some of you maybe got the email, some didn't. I or read the website. Um, where we're gonna try to combine Zoom and some elements of like uh, writers' workshops and some elements of scratch theater nights into a way for us as like Zoom performers and performance poets and et cetera, et cetera, <clears throat> to get feedback on our work. Tonight is a scratch night for the scratch cycle because we picked four people. Originally, we were gonna have four people do, do their, um, scratch their work tonight. And, but, like the scheduling got all kinds out of control and I freaked out and, but then everything was solved because everybody everybody was cool. And so now what's gonna happen is I'm going to be the, the canary in the coal mine mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do my work. And then, and then so, so basically like, this will be like the very first test run to see how this works. Cause like, I'm really not even sure, like if, like it might, fall like this might fail completely or be useless but it might be like it might work and we might be it might work 
or it might be work it might work enough that we can tweak it so um so ours but but i do want to mention that our brave new scratchers for the first cohort or cycle as i'm calling them are aj mckenna and john wessick and myself and bart and so what's going to happen is uh bat breath neck which we will be here soon and our special guest is Jamie McCormick, who is not showing his camera, but that's okay. And um, so we're gonna have, so basically I'm gonna scratch. I, I'm gonna do like maybe 15 minutes and then I'm gonna show you some questions that I want answered. Uh, I want them answered! <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's what we're calling uh, author-directed feedback. So the rule is like, you know, if if it's not relevant to the question that I've asked, like, you know what I mean? Like, leave it out. Like, unless you, re I mean, mainly our rule here at CPCL is don't be a dick. Um, so yeah, don't be a dick. And if like, if it's not, if I didn't ask the question, then like probably I didn't ask the question for a reason. That may not be true, but this is the way that we're structuring it because we're trying to avoid having like 20 people like watching you do your work and like giving you opinions that like do you know what I mean and some people are going to enter the zoom room that may not be part of the group and you don't even know them and you don't really care about their feedback or etc cetera, etc cetera. okay so there's that um what I want to explain also about <clears throat> the process of this is because it's <clears throat> because we're dealing with words like and I'll show you what I mean because I'm gonna do this tonight. Some people are performance poets, right? And so they're not gonna care like whether or not like what it looks like on the page or like, you know what I mean? Like they're gonna wanna know how like viscerally, the questions that they have are gonna be performance directed. Like how did this come off? How did this come off? Was I touching my nose too much? Or did yeah. I have any ticks? You know, like who knows, things like that. But because we're also poets, we're dealing in words. And some of us will be worried about like how things look on the page or may want or may like want some suggestions about such. So I'm gonna try to ex I'm going to like try pioneer trying to combine the notion of reading the poems while, like, and so that, so that you can um, see the poems and maybe give some feedback about the poems on the page. Although I just realized that my questions don't actually contain any questions about the poems on the page. So I guess I'll type in <clears throat> like a fifth poem that just says like, like, oh, actually I do. I can think of a question right now. Where is it? Where is it? Where did I put it? And I'll just type it in. Ah, and that'll be, that's perfect. Okay, so I do have, I do have a question about how it looks on the page. All right, so yeah, so basically, um, we're, so how I how I imagine this, which is subject to change, like because even tonight was subject to change, is that we'll have groups um, who belong to certain cycles, 
I am a geek, so I named this um, cycle the Brave New Scratchers. So the Brave New Scratchers will go, and we'll have we'll have three rounds of us scratching our work, <laughs> John, and then and then and then. Um, I already have a waiting list of people uh, like who want to be in round two. There might even be a cycle three um, mm -hmm. so far. So uh, obviously I'll let you know. Um, and the main thing in terms of explaining how it's going to work is I think I'm going to start, I'm going to try to do 15 minutes. I might not even have that much, but so we'll do like 15 minutes of the performer doing their work. And then 10, seven to 10 minutes of like you guys answering the question. And you can answer the questions like by writing them down. I'm going to put them on the screen. I'm going to share my screen. That's, and that's how I think that like all the scratchers should do that. Like you should have the questions written so that they're on the screen so that you're the, the, the rest of everybody can write them down or, you know, whatever. Or, and you can put the answers in the, um, in the chat yeah. also, but you can also email them to me and I'll make sure that the scratcher in question receives your feedback. Um, so <clears throat> the other thing that came up um, that has come up a couple times with people asking questions about this is you have three rounds, say we're going to go with 15 minutes of performance in the three rounds of the cycle. Then like you get to use, at like, like, like for instance, Bart and I were talking about the notion that he has some performing stuff that he wants feedback, but he also is developing a pamphlet. Well, there's no reason that he can't use one of his scratch nights to do the performing and then another scratch night to, to help work on developing his pamphlet. You, you don't have to have like an overarching project that you need. Like it's, that's not it. It's your, it's your 15 minutes. It's your work that you want feedback from. And it's, uh, and it's your, you are directing the feedback, right? So it's definitely like author owned, like owned space. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm just like gonna wax silly and say that like, like one of the things about this scratch experiment is not only to try to take advantage of the Zoom medium that we have here, but also to, uh, to empower authors in terms of what we share and what feedback we get. Um, I know a lot of you um, know how uh, like Pam used the word useless earlier, but like extraneous, random, tangential feedback can get when you get into a workshop situation. So with that in mind, and then also we'll have a break and Jamie is going to perform for us. So that'll be fun. And then we'll open mic it just like usual and have a good time and after I'm done, I might even have some wine because, oh my God, today was, you can't even imagine. <laughs> also, I have another announcement, which I'm fighting with Wix. They have been charging me 41 pounds a month. That's insane. For, I cannot tell. I still, I don't know why, like since July. And I don't know why. So we may be migrating away 
from Wix. So that's why you receive, that's why the communications until this issue is resolved, because they're telling me that even though they've been charging me that much money for, for whatever, that I've reached the maximum amount of emails I can send out of that account. Oh, dear God. Uh, like that makes me want to stab myself in the head with a fork or go down to the Wix like office, like in the UK and set myself on fire, but like whatever. What uh, are your options? Cause Weebly might be good. No. Well, I, do, I, do, I mean, I haven't researched like where I might go for the, for the Crazy. website. But for like, because they, they're not letting, they're, because they've told me that I've sent the allotted amount and you guys know, I send what? Like I send a reminder email and then I send the Zoom email. That's like four emails a month and you've been charging me 41 pounds a month. Like you I mean, how, how, many, how many recipients that you send them though? That, that might have something to do with it. Pardon? How many recipients do you send the emails to? That might have something to do with it. 99? Yeah. You use Messenger to send um, send Google, your yeah. Zooms and stuff because that's free, you know. I I have to tell you, Leslie, I cannot stand Facebook so much. <laughs> that's fine. But a that's friend of mine, old. a friend of mine from school, is developing a portal because she hates Facebook as well. So I'm working with that to see, like maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm, you're so lucky, Lisa, that you never signed up for Facebook. There's this thing called MySpace. I don't know if you heard of that one. I was I liked MySpace, man. My, I had a good time on MySpace. I planned like a bunch of band tours on MySpace, and it was really great. Um, if, you have, if you have to change the name, will it be Choose Poetry, Choose Death? Choose <laughs> in keeping with the revolutionary spirit of our times. <laughs> I'll shut up now. That, do you think that that means? Also, I had a really great idea the other day, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you this for fun, for shits and giggles. I got my um my magazine from the British Motorcycle Federation, and I don't know if you guys remember, but like last year, I I got my a poem published, and it was the first poem ever published in the British Motorcycle Federation magazine. So what I was thinking is one night. Like, cause they're starting to have zoom meetings. Cause like the motorcyclists can't like go meet each other the way they used to. So they're starting to have zoom meetings. And I know there are, I know myself, like a lot of like biker writers. So I was thinking that maybe we could like as CPCL, a group to extend an invitation to the British motorcycle federation, like writers and have them come visit like, host like a party like a get-together <laughs> anyways that was my other idea my other which you know whatever i keep having these ideas all right okay yeah yeah i totally love my face too um so okay so before i start does anybody have any um business that they wanted to announce or like I, don't uh, want to I just I just have a feature uh, later on later on tonight. It's uh, seven thirty Eastern time, and if I uh, do the conversion correctly, I think that'd probably be like eleven thirty p.m. UK time. Okay. Cool. So we does that mean that um that that does that mean you'll have to leave early and I have to open? No, my no, no. It's uh, perfectly. We'll, we'll get oh, this. We'll get this to over. Go. Oh, yeah, hey. if you want to go, you can go. That's oh, all. Oh, and you put the link in the chat. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Yes. Cool. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Thank you. So 
I'm sorry. Meet the, okay. meet the, meet the, meet the people from Lynn, Massachusetts. It'd be kind of cool if you brought in some people from the UK and Australia. Like, wow, this guy really has a an international following. <laughs> well, hey, John, is that the, um, what you put in the chat, is that the Zoom link or what yeah, is that's that? The, that's the Zoom link, the 858 one. That's, that's Will that suffice? Yeah, yeah you, you enter that into Zoom and you enter the password, speak up, and they'll take you there. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, bravo. All right. So now all I have to do, I'm going to start with our very, very first attempt at scratching, but I have to find the document that I opened. Here we go. Okay. So share screen. Here we go. Okay, so some of you will recognize this. Um, it's my, uh, what I usually call my tenderloin haikus. Um, and I, yeah, so this is the manuscript that I'm trying to put together. And so that's kind of why I'm like showing you, there's pictures and stuff. So um, I don't know if I should explain this or not. I'll just go, so the brown jug, 1941 to 19, 2015. And so there you have the, right. One, that's right, I said it. The heart of the tenderloin is closed. Cry, cry, cry. That beer is for tears. Let them fall with honor, friends. For the dead, it ends with closed shutters and that nasty government sign. What does that shit say? Say, can't stop to read it. Can't stop shake, shaking at it. Find another bar. The hammer came down. And now we don't know where to find Jojo. Whack, clang. Two. First, there was Charles, dressed in his tennis pastels. He was a legend a Sephardic Jew proclaiming secret royalty, plying us with boozed Byzantine accounts, New NY high finance hijinks, SF swingers clubs, possible porn shoots, and Christine Lagarde's pussy. Could he ever go? Settlers get the land, pioneers get the arrows. Charles just lost his teeth. <laughs> the Tenderloin, a blessing and a curse. It is fine for me to roll down Ellis singing King Hell, 4 a.m., but you, dear Krakor, screaming off your head, bitch, 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 bitch. I heard someone say, shut the hell up. Finally, someone from New York? Like an unwound top, I imagined you spinning under the streetlight. I don't shut up, bitch. You shut up, you shut up. You, screaming your name. Incoherently, I aimed a bottle squarely at your vapor trail. Your pimp calmed you down. You're wrong, baby, you're wrong. Good. It's 4 a.m. and there's nothing I hate more than a conversation that goes in circles. And oh, also the pictures are by my old building manager, uh, Larry Gothenburg, some of which have appeared in the New York Times because the, the building we lived in was deemed the dirtiest street in the United States. <laughs> Saturday morning. Lither blather, click, clacking of the high-heeled shoes. Morning walks of shame. The calm and the storm. Oh, tenderloin, I've seen you. 
like this before. Calm after York. I saw it sleeping. Never the Lloyd. Never Lloyd. This is in front of the building, actually, where I live in. Never, never Lloyd. Cops playing with their sirens. It's the calm before. Did I wake up this morning and get myself a beer? You may wonder. The not so odd couple on a tear. Oh, Rodney and Bear, on the street I can hear you. 4.30 a.m., Bear's trombone wailing, lighter twitching, Rod's wheelchair scraping down Hyde Street. Pouting, cackling, these rhythms of drunken knees, 4.30 a.m. And that's actually Rodney and Bear right there, just by the way. Like, <laughs> ah, Balmudo rides. So that's my first motorcycle, my first love, Balmudo. It's been rough, I know. That time on my birthday, they knocked you over clean. The Hanes underwear left on your handlebars or the three dead pigeons. Oh, Balmudo, please. Traffic on Hyde slows us down, but Leavenworth's fun. Then there's the new road, ride Guad Guadalupe Canyon. I can only fly on you, little man. The summer's sweet, so hang on. I've got the tools, but you must be kind to a redneck girl with high-class dreams. Oh, Balmudo. Tenderloin is like Paris in the morning. Cold brick smell, chilly, chilly morning time. Pigeons, amble, peck, noiseless. Unloading trucks, stopped, gurgling, produce and booze. Hot hookers coffee, posing off sidewalks. Shopkeepers meditate on morning commuters. Tenderloin sunset, chilly, chilly seasons shine. All are bleary eyed. This is somebody's car. Take <laughs> it. Hipsters in the bar. I'm looking at you, you outsider, you rebel. Who don't you talk to? Love Bukowski, eh? Avoid the drunk at the bar. Stick to your crowd. Ah! Why the fuck are you here? Get a bee in your beard? Ne need a PBR? Uh, we don't damn have it. Your bar, your bar fly realness is my friend Charles's real life, so... Make sure you note his fucked up teeth and golf outfits. Don't dare listen to finely spun gin tales, the 70s swinger club, bed busting, Spanish sex. Oh yeah, and don't watch him weep at his wife's photo, Rita Hayworth hair. She smirks at us all from above the register, one eyebrow raised. Jojo's boyfriend died. His poem is taped on the mirror. It shows craft, rhythm and rhyme and musicality. Then we have JP, he asks you three questions and he is off and running, one verse for each letter of your name. JP is so street, all ashy skin and dirty fro and piss. There's not enough stale piss or beer or smoke or death to rub off on you. You'll find your street cred wipes the vapid off your face only with other posers. And when Doug stumbles through here after being stabbed in the kidney, hands holding in his shiny guts, you'll get the fuck out of Dodge. Good fucking riddance. How did you decide which kind of weird is okay? Only your kind, right? I'm looking at you. Everyone you admire is someone you'd ignore. 
play Marquee Moon on the jukebox just one more time. I'll hit you, I promise. And then that's actually a poem that JP wrote for me that was with my name and it's amazing. So I'll just like, if you wanna see it there, I'll show it to you. My building manager and his dog. In the morning, just outside the great iron gate, Larry and Mocha, Larry grouches, smokes, American spirits, blue. Campfire coffee mug, blue. Mocha marks, Mocha barks the smile. Hello, we three mosey to my parking space. Too much talk, talk too much, swirling tangents, each thread remembered and categorized. Makes me late for work. Sometimes they're at the bar, Larry and Mocha. Mocha pouts under the pool table. Larry plays jukebox brigadoon. Peggy Lee, Coltrane, always with the Sinatra. Hugs turn into dances. Arguments abound. He's a libertarian. Old ex-army queen, drinker of brandy, bearer of standards and shots. We talk about books. Downstairs this evening, waiting to show the empty apartment next door, decked in his Sunday best, suit coat, chinos, oxfords. Flesh flowers spill out of vases. Larry's farmer market haggling helps brighten the lobby. No one's come to look. Rain pours, glum at the bottom of the spiral stairs. Larry and Mocha, our greeting and welcome team. I bought them some pie. And here's a map of the Tenderloin. And there it says, see, brown, it's closed. Yeah. The brown jug 1941 to 2016 continued. Three, Blake has shat himself again. I'm still mad at him for yelling at me. His mind slides haywired last week as I sat alone eating a sandwich. He started screaming noises about world travel, him writing novels, but Blake can't pull rank on our noble caretaker. She didn't say shit to you, Charles spittled, kicking Blake out of the bar. Oh, Charles, my hero, four. Blake wants me to know he's smart too. He's got a chip. All the other regs are cool. Take Nadine or don't. She don't give two fucks. Real life Penny Lane. Still cute as a pin, 40 years later, feather in her jaunty cap. Who didn't she fuck? Name a name, play the jukebox. She's stories for three, but they're all mixed up and that cackle will do ya, son. What's the truth? Who cares? Five. Remember one time, scared to go home and nowhere to go, Mark the Greek chopped up some long lines. He had everything on him anyone could want. Liquid methadone, speed, pills, tenderloin gambling dens don't always earn you cash. He let me stay. We kept the jukebox low. He knew what was up, but had better class than to ask. He told me to call him uncle. All of a sudden, Charles didn't own the brown jug. He had been deposed. He was ousted, banned. No more smoking in the bar. Cry, cry, cry. Co-owner Mac said, I was letting him pretend as he filled the box with Grateful Dead songs. They're damned interminable. People leave the bar, but Max ain't paying for no short song. Max is cheap. He's Scottish. Five. <laughs> Seven. As the world turns, 
Charles never owned the bar. Shameful, retired and sleeping on an army cot in the basement. Winding stairs led to some dank cave, a trap door under the undersized pool table. No more dancing to Tony Bennett or contemplation of our impending world doom. A certain glamor vanished, banished intellects, took refuge no more. That's what the bar looked like. I know all those people in their faces. This was on Google Maps. Wait, is that it? Oh, yeah. So I think that's as much as I do. I like I feel like that's enough. Um, so um, yeah. So now I'm gonna close that out. And here are my questions. I'll read them aloud and then you guys can take a stab at answering them. Um, okay, so the first question is: does this sound like the beginning of a narrative or just a litany of character sketches? Two. Are you interested in the characters, whether they are likable or not? Three, did you feel like there were too many characters to keep track of? Four, what of the narrator's tone? Does the narrator sound above these characters or the environment, like a full participant or like a sympathetic embedded journalist? And then five, what do you think of the haiku like the extended haiku as a format. How is it working with the material or not working with the material? Um, so I will put on some Miles Davis for a little tiny bit, and then you guys can like answer the questions or chat or put them in the chats, like whichever way you want to do it. Erin, you put your questions in the chat because I couldn't get I couldn't get all that down. Can you stick it in the chat? I can. Um, can you not see the screen share? No. It's just a white screen. The, the screen share is not showing the questions. Right. Oh, exactly. that's weird. oh, okay. Hold on. Cool, because that's that's a you know that's that's a lot to take in. And the, oh, there we go! Yay! Can you see them now? There we go. Okay, but I will put them in the chat if I can figure out how to do that while I'm sharing my screen. Or I'll, did you, you know, I'll do it. Did you see my comment about Jacques Brel is alive and well and living in Paris? I can see this no. multimedia, honey, like uh, you know, poetry <laughs> song uh, and theater. No, seriously. I mean, I'm a big fan of Jacques Brel is alive and so of my time, but um, man, I can just see this stuff coming alive, like. Uh, like the whole gig on 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 the stage. Did you, we'll read my thing. So anyhow, no, I'm just I'm just seeing it. And and his stuff was just complete. I don't mean to override what we're all supposed to be doing, but um, no, I could I could just uh, no, they're not too many characters. I could just see it. Just wow. Anyhow, so I'll I'll yeah. shush. Yeah, I, 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 I can answer. Oh, go ahead. I didn't know who Jacques Brel was until, well, there's a bar called Brel by the Uni, and there's a picture of him, like, in the bar, obviously. And I for a year, at least, I kept going, why is there a picture of Mick Jagger in this bar? <laughs> <laughs> I have the LP of, of Jacques Brel and Eli is alive and well living in Paris, somewhere in storage, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to put it. You, oh, let's listen to it. 
Well, that would be Wait. somewhere in storage, either in Mexico or New Mexico. So I don't, I, I can't access it. But I'm sure it's it's formalized on somewhere. It's got to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's so cool. All right. So I'll shush. But anyhow, it's just just a little yeah, an idea. Wow. So Aaron, yeah. do you want do you want me to write the answers to your questions? Or you want me to just tell you the answers to your questions? Oh no no no! I want them in written feedback because uh, like if I don't, if you tell okay. me this stuff. Like I'll forget, forget it. So you All can right. put it in chat, or mm -hmm. um, like, uh, like um, or <clears throat> like, email send you me a word. Yeah, like send me a word doc, or whatever kind of doc you can put but together. We we do want to uh, share it out loud for the radio, right? Or do we not want to do that? Um, <gasps> um, that is a thought. Yeah, it was uh. See again, these are things like we're having to kind of work out like as we're going. Um because would it, it be it possible to get these questions before you read? We could do that next time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can I put mean? them in the email. If 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 we know who's scratching next week, we could put the questions for them in the email. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Then, Email's so easy yeah. because you can down you can you can uh you know have use uh use it for attachments documents mm -hmm. blah 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 i just think that would be a good idea you know what it's a good idea i think i like i i know like again like you know we're scratching the scratch night i think pam mentioned pam's like qual like pam's observation was really good we probably mm -hmm. should answer the questions and and then us scratchers can record yes <laughs> All, the, all no. those of us who are providing feedback could maybe put our replies in in, in an email, um, so yeah. we can we can talk on this and then we can sort of like summarize our replies in an email later. Right. I mean, right. Exactly. Yes. And your questions are your can we questions stick things in chat as well. Is that okay, Aaron? To stick things in the chat. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out how to find the chat. I know, and like, and I can't use the chat because I'm going off my phone, so it's that doesn't work technology-wise right. for some people. That's but chat's limited. Um, just because yeah. I can That's read so the chats, but I can't participate in the chats because if you're using your phone device exactly. and it's an Android, it doesn't work. But your questions were spot on. Like the things I was thinking about anyway mm -hmm. about your pieces when you were reading them were some of the questions that you asked. So that was that was great. Just as feedback from beginning, your questions are spot on oh, for the work that you presented. Good questions. Yeah. Thank you. Um, all right. So here's the chat. Okay, I've seen the I found the chat and I'm gonna move it aside for a second. But I'm trying to figure out how I can start recording. Um Hand, oh, and the hands. the um the podcast is recorded right now. Anyways, I can when I copy paste hey! the link. So yeah, it's already. Yeah, it's already recorded. Okay, so there then, you go. Okay, so then I have my chat. Pam's oh, recorded. Oh shit! Yeah, because they're always recorded for radio, aren't they? Right. Yeah, <laughs> they're all auto podcasts. <laughs> okay, so in that case, let's just go through the questions and yeah. like I don't know, like what you know, anybody can go and whatever, like however you want to. Like, do you want to just go through the, uh, should we go through the questions, like have an order and just go through I, one? I have, I just I have a suggestion. I think a lot, a lot of what you're asking is you're asking sort of the, uh, I don't know, confluence of like, is, is 
the participant or the observer as and and so that's a really really interesting um thing to be asking because you're both right which is really cool yeah i mean i i think i I think that 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 goes to question four doesn't it that you know because there's that that's exactly does the narrator sound above the characters and she sounds above the characters in some of the poems i mean Mm -hmm. the the poem about the 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 shouting bitch in the street um (laughs) the narrator is I'm I'm reading the narrator. The narrator is literally above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, like just in in physical space. Four floors, to be exact. Yeah. Um, but it does kind of. I I I think one of the I think one of the things that really grounds that is, um, is the mention of the pimp in the last verse because that that kind of grounds it in i mean that that stops it turning into the sex and the city episode with the trans sex workers outside whatever sarah jessica pop no is it um no it's the kimberly control control character's apartment isn't it yeah um it stops it turning into that because it's like there's this kind of suddenly there's this menacing figure in it and suddenly you actually see this character who for most most of the poem has been like an irritant um you suddenly see the vulnerability of that character Mm -hmm. and and actually it's it's and it's really interesting actually because that almost it turns both our perception of the woman in the street and our perception of the narrator Mm-hmm. in the last verse because suddenly the woman in the street feels a lot more sympathetic mm. and the narrator actually feels less so like mm. you know it kind of um it implicates the narrator a bit you know like like the fact that that the narrator is happy that the pimp is quietening her down that's right. really uncomfortable you know and that's right. good you know that's that's a it's a good kind of uncomfortable because i think otherwise otherwise mm. it comes across as a bit sneering um mm. and i think i think that rest that last verse rescues it okay. and then i think there are there are other verses like the um the anti hipster poem that really does help to root the character in the environment as more than just an embedded journalist i think and right yeah sorry i'm i'm waffling on a bit but no it's great what you're saying i really appreciate it um for me and thank you for framing it the way you did for me um a real moment was the fellow hearing the fellow in the wheelchair sort of you know you you knew the presence of the fellow because of the scraping sound for me that really anchored me and and it almost was like it was like the spoke of a we- of the wheel that everything else shot out from. I don't know why, but um, it was just one of the, it was just a moment of sort of quiet uh, reflection on you know like city life and all the characters that 
one encounters. So if that's helpful or not. I always loved like hearing Rodney's wheel, like, cause you could always tell when Rodney was out and about cause you could hear his wheelchair. I, I <laughs> felt, I felt that Aaron, you really, uh, you like energetically, sympathetically, um, um, imparted that. Yeah. It, yeah. It was just a, it was a lovely, very still moment. And cause there's a lot of going on in, in the work, the whole body of it just a lot of activity and a lot of characters. And that was just yes. like a moment yeah. of just, yeah, tranquility. Yeah. And, and Which like, actually goes back, cause there's, cause this is just the first bit, like that goes to back to the first question, which does it sound like there is a narrative being formed or does it just sound like I'm describing this? No, 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 no absolutely a narrative is forming. Absolutely, uh, there's I, I no there question is a narrative. About and in fact, I, I kind of wanted more of it. Like, mm -hmm. I know you stopped where you did, but like the um, the poem that had just came up on the screen at the end, jogging. Like, oh right. <laughs> which 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 begins with a line about the scene or something, and yeah. I almost felt like I had this image in my head of I, I didn't know if this was like an epilogue to the poems that it's like yeah. all the um all all the sort of characters in the neighborhood are being. Mm -hmm. you know forced out and they're being replaced by joggers <laughs> i can't wait to do the poem the next time the next time i because like you're it's so funny it's like <laughs> anyways yes actually as john said in text as well that one of the characters in the narrative is the bar right yeah. exactly yeah that's why instead of calling it i used to call it just the tenderloin haikus but then i realized that most of my life was spent in that bar mm. and then when the bar closed i felt like it needed an r.i.p and so right. then I, yeah. so i started to sort of form i that's where i started to think about forming a narrative like around and around the bar making the bar a character as is well. this part of yeah. the musical part of the opera no, or is this completely different? This is completely oh my god, I thought this was part of the opera because no. there's so much no. lyricism in it, like the cry, cry, cry line. I was like, I was when I was mm. listening to it, I was thinking about it being set to music. Oh, this whole entire time, I was thinking about it as your project. That's so funny. Right. It lends itself. Right. It's musical. There's a lyricism absolutely, to it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it could be like the brown jug jukebox. Like I could be playing the yeah. like while like cause cause Max the owner totally did all, like he always put on like twelve minute Grateful Dead songs because he was like, I'm not paying fifty cents for a three minute song. Huh. <laughs> all right. See, I I thought he was doing that because like um people will put money in the jukebox to select their own songs, but they will wait till those songs come on. So like mm -hmm. If yeah. they're having to wait through a bunch Especially, of twelve minute Grateful Dead songs, they're going to be buying <laughs> drinks while they're waiting. Right. So, <laughs> so, Aaron, I hope you can get a hold of um, because um, yeah, I'm I'm whatever I'm the way I'm envisioning it. Um, the, the the other thing I I really love about it, and I like your questions, is there's a real investment um, regarding the characters, mm -hmm. and it's. It's really, it's lovely. And I, I can't wait to hear the Jacques Brel songs because he, yeah, there is a total investment and a joy too in um, many of his songs. And he, he, 
he goes through the you know all the the, the characters are sort of around him too oh. and it it's just it's it's really wonderful can't wait to hear it yeah and, yeah. and to the question and i'm with i'm with pam i can just see it as <laughs> yeah oh i thought it was part of your rock opera but as to the question about are there too many characters no and are they all specific and distinct absolutely the your the words that you're choosing and especially because they're haikus and they're so um distilled every word weighs a ton and your your character the building of the character narratives is really clear as to which characters are which and mm -hmm. the specificity of them. I, I don't think there's too many of them. And I think that no. they were all specific enough that I wasn't confused about okay. how many there were. Yeah. Like if you were reading a, like a, if it were like a chap book, which is the eventual, the eventual notion of this, oh, like you wouldn't very... have to be keep like, um, turning back pages like who the fuck what like well and it wouldn't <laughs> it, 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 is it are you going to have the photos in there too because yeah, that was yeah. really sweet and helpful yeah. it was just oh it really um yeah i just it's it's really multi mm. yeah it, it wouldn't um, it wouldn't hurt you to do a yeah. stephen king thing too like uh at the beginning have a cast list so in uh sleeping beauties <laughs> in sleeping beauties which is a book that he wrote that had over 100 characters with his son at the beginning of his novel he actually made a list that said the name and what they were so it was like you know so-and-so owner of the brown jug so-and-so pimp da -da -da -da, you know and and that right, gives yeah. people a reference Brilliant. to the front Brilliant idea, Pam. Great. That's yeah. That would really work. I thought so, the, Aaron. Um, I have the most to say about the haiku format. Cool. Right on. Let's go. <laughs> so, it, the the thing held my interest, and it kind of worked in the sense of maybe a longer, longer poem. But generally, when uh, as Sam Hamid said to me, or he, he said evidently, Sean Ru Suzuki said this about haikus, doesn't have anything to do with counting syllables. It's leaf, leaf, flower. And so that the last line should somehow ring the bell in the haiku, right? right. Yeah. And if yeah. the last line is just like a summary or kind of a throwaway line, it does not ring the bell. Right. So uh, again, you know, this held my interest. It's, you know, the the people in the tender loring are interesting, the bar is interesting, stuff like that. And so maybe in this case, the haiku does not matter terribly much. The other thing is the one that uh, I remember the one line that said Blake had shat himself. Yeah. The had will go that great yes. that gives you five syllables, but so what? It makes it read crummy. Get rid of the hat. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Blake shat himself is more immediate than Blake had shat himself. Right. Um, yeah. I like had, but that's me. <clears throat> I just wonder because I know that, like, I have actually submitted this to, um, oh, who, like, some haiku publisher. Yeah. And I felt like one of the problems is it's like not really you know how like there are like like there's sonnets and then there are sonnet sequences yeah. so i feel like this is a haiku sequence 
Like yeah, I'm, it, it, it kind of works like that. And the other thing that you could think yeah. about, you could also think about a haiboon where you mix the haiku with uh, with prose. Mm -hmm. I, I also wanted oh. to mention um, that Sonia Sanchez does a great job like modernizing the haiku. So if you haven't read Morning Haiku, um, I would recommend it as like a reference. Okay, cool. Wait, what's her name? Sonia what? Sonia Sanchez. Um, okay. She has a book, Morning Haiku, um, yeah. which has a bunch of haiku sequences, but they don't really look like them. And I think um, you could like free yourself from the 575 by like shortening some of them. Right. Yeah. That's the thing is like, it's like one of those things that I have trouble with, like, um, or like my, my let's say my, my main poetry advisor at uni keeps challenging me to like not be so caught up in obeying the form. So that's like a really great suggestion, like in terms of like, cause like I do, the one of the reasons I picked haiku was just because I, I was only just starting to write poetry again. Yeah. I, this was, and so I just started writing about shit that was going on in the neighborhood. And I thought haiku would be like funny to try because the, mm -hmm. the tenderloin is obviously so like chaotic you guys have heard me and pam talk about it <laughs> countless times like um and now you've like you know you could even tell just through the poems but i thought it was funny it's to funny. try like to try to put all that chaos into this very sort of tight like really tight sparse structure but then i started making them longer and longer and telling stories in them and <laughs> Yeah, so it was like it was, and I was like, "Well, why not? Why can't I?" Yeah, like kind of thing. So it's yeah, like a, I think by, by doing that, Erin, you've kind of you've taken the essence of haiku because haiku is about kind of distilling things down, mm -hmm. isn't it, to, to a to a portrait, a moment, and you have lots of those little moments running through your 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 whole piece. So um, you've kind of like you know started with the haiku, but but you've. I mean, not every line was five seven five, as me can did. But you just you you're kind of just letting it kind of disintegrate. But I thought it fitted with like taking that idea of haiku. I mean, it's kind of unusual, unusual to have such a long list of them, but because it's the essence of it of what haiku is, like I say, is these little moments, and that's what you're getting through. It, it works. Are you familiar? I love what you're saying, Carolyn. Um, I once read an instruction, I think it was in some charming magazine, I forget which, of how to make a, the best martini. And it said, simply think briefly about vermouth. <laughs> so this one is sort of thinks briefly about haiku. <laughs> are, are you familiar? Can I just say that it would be great if there was a magazine actually called Some Charming Magazine? Like, <laughs> yeah. You can start it. You yes. can start um, are, are you, Aaron, are you familiar with the Tonka refrain off of a haiku? Um, I've heard of Okay, so originally, just to give everybody a little history about haikus, super quickly, haikus were originally samurais writing to their women at home or their lover, whether whoever it was. And so they would write the 575, but it was pictorial, so who knows about syllabic count. Anyways, it had to attune to nature. And when women would, or the lover, would write back, they wrote in a 7-7 seven, seven syllabic tonka refrain, and it could be about anything. It didn't have to have allusions to nature. So if you're reading haikus and they're all like sun, leaf, flower, well, or whatever, because they're 
rooted in nature. Yours are rooted in the place where they are the world but you can also throw yeah. some tonka refrains in there in between which are the it's a it's just a couplet it's just a seven seven couplet just yeah. a thing yeah. just so everybody knows yeah it's the tonka refrain and so they would write back and forth to each other during like wars and stuff and uh, that's how they lovers would communicate was through haiku and tonka refrain okay. they did Aries. at the spring Fringe last year, there was a girl who did a haiku tonka workshop. So I did write a couple of them, but she didn't talk about that history. That's cool. There is also a thing called a renga, which is a haiku party. A, a long, <laughs> collaboratively written haiku form, wow. which alternates haiku and tonka. Uh -huh. And I've been I've been to a couple of workshops where people write these as groups, and the idea with them is usually that the the renga takes um, it goes through the seasons of a year, so there are different rules for each of the different verses. Um, mm. So that's I have that's a vague cool. feeling that that might fit with this somehow because there is a kind of um, there is almost a seasonal pattern with this poem that you've got like. You know, like Charles being ousted as the leader is definitely kind of winter, you know. Right. Um, but I think I think the main thing about forms is that forms force choices. Yeah. So mm -hmm. there are there are times in those poems when you can tell that some of the things that are said have been compacted 